Welcome to The Green Room, a show about shows. Welcome to The Green Room. It's a show about shows. Today, the show is The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, and it's mm-hmm. The Reunion. Emily, wow, 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 wow. Hey, yeah, wow, yeah. How, yowza. Okay, so um, we weren't even sure we were going to do this because we thought you know, it might be mostly filler. But the public demanded it. Unlike Whitney's lips, <laughs> this was the real deal. <laughs> Unlike Whitney's everything. All of two people asked us to do this. So yeah, here I we said are. the public, Meg. Um, <laughs> they're the ones that matter. I got to tell you, I had to wake up early today, which for me is eight, <laughs> yeah. to watch The Real Housewives before I went to my day job. And I so I started with this show this morning at 8 a.m. Okay, and tell me how that affected your day. I just came into Meg telling her I cried in my car uh, <laughs> not 10 minutes ago because, well, first of all, as you may remember, I've been listening a lot to the Garth Brooks channel yes. <laughs> on Sirius still, You're still on that. Yes, and that song, Unanswered Prayers, came on. It's a sob. Sure. It's a good song, Meg. Sure. But the big thing is um, I've been in a drought. I love Mountain Dew Kickstart. It's a beverage. It's a drink I drink in the morning. It's how I start my morning. It's mostly, it's 5% juice and the rest is Mountain Dew. Oh, is it supposed to be juice? Is it like marketed as juice? It's healthy. Do you know uh, what I start my day with? Just straight up caffeine pills. Pills or powder? Pills. What kind of pills? I don't know. I ordered them on Amazon. Don't know? No dose or whatever? <laughs> no, it's just like <laughs> caffeine. And what's the one that starts with a TH? Thionine or something? Anyway, they're great. I'll send you some. Wow, yeah, I could do that. I just love to crack open a cold can. It's a tall boy. It's a 16-ounce can. And I love the yellow color flavor. Yellow flavor is my favorite flavor. And for the past two weeks, I cannot find a freaking kickstart in all of Utah. And it's really starting to bum me out. The other day, I found purple can. It's fine. But I can't find it. And I'm pretty sure it's getting discontinued. And then I just sobbed in my car about it. And that's because I started my day with the Real House reunion, all right? They gave me some bad energy. Yeah, there's some bad vibes coming out of the reunion. There are some bad vibes. Um, Quick plug. Sorry if this is gauche, but we have a contributor named Rachel who actually wrote about the can shortage on hivemind.substack.com. It's a real problem. It's a real problem. It's affecting everyone I know personally. Finding Diet Coke cans is... It's Fresca. Fresca is the one she wrote about. Fresca is it that like it's impossible. Yeah, but Diet Coke cans are nowhere to be found. Well, and I'm I not kickstart. buying the bottles. The bottles are disgusting. Oh, I kind of like a six pack of a bottle. No, it's, they Sorry. taste like soft plastic. I kind of like plastic. I think. Okay, so um, let's let's talk about Andy Cohen. Oh, he's the best, right? He is the best. He is the best. Sorry, Brooks. Andy Cohen's the best. These outfits are the worst. Okay, let's rank the outfits. I actually rank the outfits by who they were at prom. Mm. Because I was like, these ladies, I went to Frenzy Bridal, got dolled up for prom. And I really think their prom, they said who they were in high school. Did they not? I, they did. They really, truly Heather's did. Heather's modest, but she like has a little edge. But she knows her mom won't let her wear no bra. She has to have sleeves. But that's yeah. lit. Did the mom see that slit? The slit was high. Meredith, it was like a mother boy. <laughs> the the <gasps> felt buttons on it. That's what really 
Did Brooks sew that the night before? Did he forget to make her a look for the reunion? And did he throw this together in an hour? Meredith's persona for me that I wrote was serving Mary Kay Letourneau does big business slut vibes. It was, she uh, looks like a teacher who uh, like stumbled it. That stupid fur stole around. I hate like why it's not actually cold <laughs> just because it looks oh, cold in here. I also hated the set. Hated it. Oh, I it was, was actually like I would like to be there. It was so <laughs> offensive to me as a skier. <laughs> I thought, yeah, this is at Frey Ski for sure. It was like going into Kitty Candids, and they're like, what do you want? You want the spring <laughs> scene with the florals, or do you want the winter with the ski lodge? It uh, was a lot, but I was like, you know what? I would visit. If this was a pop-in restaurant, I would visit and just experience it. Oh, but it would be like Rainforest Cafe level food. Yeah, like, exactly. Just themed, just garbage. bad, the Mayan. Like, oh, man, the Mayan. I remember waiting once 90 minutes to get into the Mayan. <laughs> Do you remember when the Mayan was, like, it was the only thing that mattered in Utah? <laughs> Eli, uh, our friend, your friend of mine, Eli, he had his sexual awakening at the Mayan. <laughs> Those divers? Watching the divers. Ooh, boy. I get that. I understand <laughs> that. Those divers were doing it. Yeah. Yeah, they look good. Uh, Whitney has two dodgeballs for boobs oh, in this dress. Whitney, I wrote just next to Whitney one word, desperate. It's, it, I, is that hot? I can't, no. it just to me looks painful. No. Whitney, she's really going full blow up doll. Yeah, and the makeup wasn't good. No, not, her hoops were bad. She's wearing these like huge diamond tubes with this weird sheer top. The cut. Like she and Heather looked like they were cousins. Yes. And, and Whitney, I hate to stereotype. Whitney looked like the cousin whose parents were divorced. Do you know what I mean? Like the one who just kind of slipping through the cracks a little bit. No one wants to put up a fuss because they're already dealing with a lot. And like that girl is just like doing her thing. And the aunts are saying like she's just going through a hard time. Let's just try to support her. But like should we talk to her? Or like like, no don't say anything. No no just we just need to support her. She's going through a hard time. That's what Whitney. That was Whitney in this. That's Whitney. Yeah. Um, Lisa looked popular. I liked Lisa's dress. It was boring, but it looked good on her, and I thought her accessories looked fun. I liked Lisa's dress. Lisa's tan was insane. Lisa looked like an Oompa Loompa, for sure. Lisa's hands, I said to Meg, Lisa's hands are like another housewife. It was a lot. They were so tan. Someone should have helped her with that. Yeah. But I do agree. I think Lisa looked good. It was safe. Her hair looked really nice. I was her very into her nice. hair. Well, and they all had hairstylists there. Yes. Hair and makeup, which I'm thinking, why did you do Whitney dirty like that? Because she chose it. I bet. Oh, it was bad. Remember how Mary posted a picture of the reunion and all her caption said was, I didn't like my hair and makeup. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I don't like your attitude. So what do we think of Mary's dress? I hate Mary's dress. It looks like a grandma. She it's, looks like Judy Garland. She like, has it's too much zippers on the sleeves. I didn't notice that. That was a lot. She truly de- tell me she does not look like a musical. Like that's a costume from a musical. It does, yeah, and it's very um, Elizabeth Taylor. 
She posted a picture. Man, she loves a Facetune. She, she loves plays with her body and her face in her Instagram posts so much. And she posts this picture of her in this dress, which already makes her look really tall. Mm-hmm. But she Facetuned it even more. Oh, she no. looks nine feet tall in this thing. Your nine foot tall grandma. She's just truly. Her dress to me was her. It's a bad color. It makes it looks like yeah. throw up, but the bile throw up. Yeah, it, and you then you threw some fur on it just to like top off purple that purple eyeshadow, purple and yellow. I didn't like your makeup either, Mary. Uh, Jen is way too much per usual, but you know what? Thank goodness, I, just, I did not like the dress. No, it's the terrible. Mesh. That that dress, that the hair. hair, it's all just so bad. This huge diamond necklace on top of the sequin dress, it was so bad. But like, what? But she brings you a show. It's a look. She. It's not a look I'm into, but it's entertainment. No, but it's. It. She made a choice. Like that's that's showbiz, baby. Yeah, with Meredith, uh, it's not a look. It's a disaster. Meredith, the thing is, yeah, it's just too much. Let's get into it. All right. Um, Lisa's stressed. You can tell immediately. Ah, there. I had so many different emotions about all of the housewives very during much. this. I was at. Points mad, sympathetic, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. laughing with them, with every La- single one of them. I agree. I was this when I was watching this. I was like, it is a real. I just kept thinking peaks and valleys with these ladies because I hated some people a lot that I usually like. I I I will tell you the only thing consistent is Mary. I just don't like her. I think she's a snake. I think she's like I don't like anything. I just wish she'd stop smiling. When she's being confrontational. Mary's the one consistent that I'm like, I just don't like you. Everyone else, like, sometimes Whitney was funny. Other times, I just hated Whitney. Like, it's just, it was a journey today. It was. It truly was. Do we think that after this, well, we've only seen one part of the reunion. But Mary was on Watch What Happens Live. Do they typically do that with housewives they're not planning to bring back? I think they can. Okay. if Mary comes back, I will just be she wasn't flabbergasted. Good on Watch What Happens. She's Life. not good on She's anything. She's an empty vessel. <laughs> what? Yeah, exactly. That's a great way to phrase it. She is an empty vessel. I wouldn't. Mary's just so fake. I just can't. All right. So that's it. We come out hot with Andy praising Heather for receiving a DM from Rihanna. Yeah, and yeah. you can tell Lisa's not. I mean, and it could be Frankenstein editing, right? Where they're Lisa cutting to reactions real. that she might not have. But Lisa seems a little bothered by this, and then it turns into a full blown confrontation between Lisa and Heather, which I was not anticipating. Yeah, I. Yeah, yeah. They, these two really, I did not know the resentment was boiling that deep. I, I want to say something about Heather, and no one wants to hear this. Okay, and I'm sorry. I like Heather. The thing that worries me about Heather is I feel like she's painting such a narrative for herself that she's this approachable, likable underdog. And like all of us root for Heather. We all like Heather. But I did not like her this much. She there were points in this reunion that I'm like, you are going to fall so hard from this pedestal you are putting yourself on. And it is going to be hard to see because I will tell you how you felt about the how the housewives today 
you are going to feel about Heather again. Heather's not always going to be likable. No housewife is always likable. Right. Some seasons you hate Lisa Rinna. Other seasons she's the best. Like it's just how it goes. And I worry that Heather is about to take a tumble because it's, she's like the fan fave. Right she now. is a hundred percent the fan fave. And. I remember watching her watch what happens live when they asked Lisa who changed the most. And she was like, Heather, she's got an ego. And I was like, Lisa's a dick. But now I'm like, I don't know, because Heather kind of has an ego. She do- It felt very different than the Heather we watched I on agree. the season. So something happened between she's you confident know, now. March, and yeah. I want her to be confident. I want Heather to be confident. But she's, you need to be confident, not cocky. You're not and I nice, know that's though. a hard line to walk. But, I feel like she's not being nice. And the thing that makes me, it just gets under my skin a little bit is you and I, you know, we've been talking the way she talks about her ex-husband, Billy, who I don't know that story. He might be terrible, but the way she talks about him and then the way she acts to his face on that show, it made me feel like Heather likes to be the person you root for. And she's easy to because she's so self-deprecating and because she loves approval, it is easy to root for her and it is hard to root for for Lisa because Lisa is confident. And so I'm just like, I don't, I didn't like Heather. I didn't like what she was doing. I didn't like her attitude. Was she still funny? Yeah, 100%. Is it cool that Rihanna messaged her? 100%. But I wish she had like a little bit more grace about it. She did have some really iconic lines. Yeah, very. uh, But I agree. I was seeing a side of Heather I haven't seen before. And I don't like that she makes herself a martyr in so many situations. But let's find a middle ground. Let's not go Mm -hmm, from being mm -hmm. the martyr to being the bully. Yes. And I feel like these cousins, these rogue cousins, Rogaine, (laughs) these rose gay cousins, I... Just worry. I really worry about how we're going to feel about them. And maybe not next season, but mark my words. A reckoning is coming. Because you can't act the way that they act today. You can't. You can't. No, you want to know why no one likes Lisa? Because she's confident. Yeah. You want to know why no one's going to like you in two seasons? Because you're getting too confident. Yeah, and I wonder if... I mean, there were some really interesting points brought up about Lisa during this reunion. And she says, I'm a New Yorker. And Heather says, you've lived here for 20 years, which is funny and true. Yeah, we all thought that. <laughs> but she did spend time in New York and her childhood in New York. And there is a difference between the way people back east communicate and the way people in Utah communicate. And I yeah. wonder how much of the issues we have with Lisa and that the other housewives have with Lisa is how direct she is. I Agreed. I think, and I know, I agree. I would love to give Lisa crap about how she says she's from New York, but she's from Utah. But those are her formative years. Like 20, if you live there for 20 years, let's say Lisa's 40. I don't know how old Lisa is. That means she lived for 20 years in Utah and she lives in 20 years in New York. Like that is a big, that makes you who you are. Oh, totally. I'm from Utah. I say Utah. Like I am passive aggressive in a lot of ways because that is like kind of, we all sort of feel this weird politeness about different things. And I'm like, is it surprising that Meredith, the Chicago person, relates the most to Lisa? Because they're both like very direct in the same kind of dead in your eyes way. I thought, I'm going to say it. I kind of like Lisa. No, I think that at toward the end of the season, Lisa was doing some really respectable things in the way she was talking to people, in the way she was being upfront with people. Which did and, make me think we just needed to get to know her more. Yeah. Do you, and that is why I'm like, I, I don't know. We can get into this, what happens with the Rose Gay cousins later. But I will say the vis, visceral, visceral. Yeah, that's a word. 
reaction Heather has to everything Lisa says, I'm like, this is not, I mean, there's more here and I don't know that I fully understand it. Do I think Lisa is bitchy? A hundred percent. Do I think Lisa could be dismissive? Sure. But the way Heather was coming, I just, I felt like, did she kill your dog and they didn't show it? Because you seem like you act like you're very, very wronged by her. And why is no one picking on Mary more? Lisa was the only one who said to Mary, you are dismissive to the people in your choir, which I was like, I hope that comes up in another episode. I wonder if they know she's not coming back and they just don't want to bother. Well, they should bother because someone needs to t- like, actually, why am I saying don't bother? Mary's delusional. She's not going to listen to anything you say anyway. I do feel like they just treat Mary like whatever you're here. You're here. And also, I feel bad for you. I don't know why, though, because she's a mean person. Whatever. OK, so. Mary, speaking of Mary, she likes to talk herself, like she talked for a while about how she was having a bad hair day. Yes. And she said, I kept wearing wigs and I'm thinking, do you only have bad wigs available? The whole point of a wig is so you have good hair. Yeah. Why did your wigs have roots showing? Yeah, I don't, I mean, I know she admitted she had bad hair, but I was like, to be honest, I never one time even noticed Mary had bad hair because she had such a bad attitude. I couldn't even see past it. I did like that Heather acknowledged how bad her hair was. Yeah, it was. She's right. Her hair was bad. And I appreciate that honesty from her. I like the only thing I wish in my life before besides more kickstarts. The only thing I want in all my life to be happy is for someone to make a freaking documentary about the swingers in Utah. Okay, so <sighs> I'm kind of blame Andy for this. But he's like, so tell me more about this swinger community. Is it a Mormon thing? Yeah. And Whitney said, no, it's not a Mormon thing. This is just, there's a swinger community. And Lisa's like, it's absolutely not a Mormon thing. And then Heather's like, yes, it is. Wait, these, what do you know? Lisa? These people, they want to be true to their marriage, but they want to have a sexual experience. So they become swingers. And Heather, what are you talking about? What are you talking about right now? Is Now I'm like, is Heather a swinger? Yeah. And it's just Heather, again... She's just gone through this faith transition. Maybe she's still in that kind of angry phase, but she wants to paint Mormons in the worst possible light. She's overcompensating. Because yeah. the only person here who would, re- if we're being honest, the only person there who would really knows about swingers is Whitney. Yeah. And she and said, she, no, it's not a Mormon thing. I think thing. Whitney had, no, it'd be, yeah, there is swingers that are not a Mormon thing. It's a, a life thing. I believe there are other swingers outside of Utah. Yeah. So it just, what's the reason there? Heather... I'm just really sick of Heather throwing all of Utah under the bus. Me too. I'm like, this is another thing where I'm like, you are working so hard on this narrative about yourself that you don't care who you throw under the bus. No, and it's your ex-husband, your Lisa, Lisa, who might not be likable, all of Utah, which I have an issue with. (laughs) Right. So part of the issue between Heather and Lisa, they go back to the party after Lisa has called Heather a good time girl and the she accuses Heather of pushing her boobs up against glass. Like, who cares? Who, didn't, who cares what if I that dinner know didn't is, happen? Who didn't do that in college? <laughs> right? I mean, if you were in college and you didn't write in. Please. Meg, is that you? Meg at HiveMindHQ.com. <laughs> yeah. Please tell us tell that us you never it. did that. So, or you never had a friend who did that. And then they were talking about the party, the party that, oh, was on Lisa's birthday. That oh. was news to me. <laughs> me too. And it freaking bummed me out for her, but also it bummed me out for myself that they did not show me those clips earlier. Why didn't they? it was so... The comedic 
the comedy behind her telling everyone, well, it's my birthday. Do you, you're not on Twitter. There's this guy on Twitter who loves the housewives. His name's Carrie O'Donnell, I think. And he retweeted today the clip of Mary singing happy birthday to herself. And he said the voice of an angel. Oh, or Lisa. Lisa singing happy oh, birthday to herself. It, that killed me. I loved, I wish, I wish we would have freaking seen that more. That really killed me. The um, little cake that said Lisa, Lisa Barlow on it. <laughs> and both first and last name. <laughs> I mean, it really was funny. I guess the thing about Meredith making a big deal about, like, I felt bad because it was Lisa's birthday, but Jen wanted to do it. I was like, do you think Jen, like, you know, this is all for the TV show. <laughs> I mean, you think Jen actually was like, I mean, everyone's just trying to get a storyline. That's yeah. the one she picked. If it was actually that big of a deal to you, Meredith, you would have made a big deal about it on the show. We never saw. We didn't even a see that in the cut it. clips. I just love freaking Lisa. It's my birthday. Ugh. I love your cane. It's my birthday. Hey, it's my birthday. <laughs> it's my birthday. It's my birthday. So we did get that, which killed me. So she claims, Lisa claims that she tried to approach Heather a number of times that night. And Heather claims that she was snubbed by Lisa a mm. number of times. And the footage, it's hard to say. I would say the thing about the footage here is like, <sighs> you're both right and you're both wrong. The perception could have been either way. Yeah. Do you I know did what I mean? like that Lisa said roll footage to just nobody, <laughs> to the void. To no one. I want to start saying that to people. Roll footage. Roll footage. But that is something on the housewives. I am like, why don't they just roll this footage and make them confront it head on? Like, show them the footage and let us watch you watch the footage. Yes. But, I mean, whatever. Did we talk about how we were only eight minutes in when Jen called Meredith a liar? <laughs> Was it about the sweatsuit? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Meredith brings up the sweatsuit. Like, immediately is like, she made fun of Brooks' sweatsuit. And I was, she was like, this is a grown woman making fun. Of, he saved his own money for these sweatsuit lines. And I was like, Meredith, babe, I don't know how to tell you this. Every grown woman who watched the show made fun of these sweatsuits. <laughs> all of America we was making all fun. made fun of those sweatsuits. It's the same sweatsuit. It's the same sweatsuit. It uh, killed me. And then Meredith says this thing about Jen that I'm like, this is exactly what it is. She said, it's not nice, but it's not untrue. And I was like, that is the gr- that is the truest statement anyone's ever made about Jen. That is her that is her brand. Yeah, it's not nice, but it's not untrue. You have to respect it. You can't falter. You can, but like you also are kind of painting yourself into a corner. Hey, but it killed me. I'm like, we are eight minutes in, and Jen just called Meredith. She said she's lying because she didn't. She did never said made fun of Brooks online. I mean, it was just hilarious. I just think she is the greatest housewife of Salt Lake City, Jenna's. Uh, I liked the way she spelled privilege. Dude. When she called Brooks white privilege. That's why I was like, she didn't call him white privilege. She called him white privilege. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was this whole thing that Jen taped, filmed uh, Meredith smoking. I, that entire thing. I mean, what What was that? What was that about? Why did we not see any of I, this? It really, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I wish I would have because I wanted to see. But also, like, who does? I'm always like, who's picking up smoking? I mean, I, I just, it doesn't surprise me. If I thought any of them smoked, it would be Meredith. Yeah, that's true. She does have that vibe. I don't know what vibe that is, but I could see, especially when she was like, yeah, when I drink, I smoke. I know. I mean, sometimes I know that's a thing with people, but in your house, she went outside downstairs, oh, right? And that's where Brooks, that's are. Where Brooks are. And that's when Jen claims she saw Brooks really shooken up about it. 
Yeah, I don't. I just think it's hilarious that like, it, why didn't we see that then? That Jen was taping her. Do you know what I mean? I don't yeah, know. And why? Why would it's just, none of it makes sense? None of this made any bit of sense. I didn't get it. Um, but you know what? Whatever. I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know what to say about that. Uh, Lisa talking more about the party. She says, I know I looked good. She described the outfit she was wearing. She said, I know my hair looked good. It did. Uh, I loved it. I loved that Lisa's that confident. I think I the more I see of Lisa, the more I like Lisa. The thing about Lisa is my beef with Lisa has been like, she's a phony. She's fake, right? Yeah. Like That's what I used to think about Lisa. I do think Lisa did try to present herself in a certain way. I think it's clear she kind of loosened up over the season and was like more herself, which was when she was more likable, by the way. But it did also kill me when she was like, people, people read books about liking themselves. I just like myself. And I'm like, you, I agree on this one. I have to agree with Lisa. She is confident. People don't like that. No, because they're jealous. Like that sounds so cliche, but. People wish they had that, and so they want to be angry with her for having it. That's why I'm like, Lisa, I have had friends who are self-assured. Yeah. And it is, and it sometimes it can be hard because you're like, why can't you think about me and how I feel? Right. But they don't need to because they're doing what they want to do because that's what makes them feel good, and they don't need validation. And yeah. that's why I'm like, I do wish Lisa was a little bit less defensive because I'm like, you don't need to be this defensive, but I think Lisa's just been dragged through the internet about being like a well it sounds person. like she's been getting a lot of really terrible dms every time she says something to heather listen not for me but i don't like i don't know this is like this is what i'm mad about heather with like you don't need people to protect you you are a strong successful confident be not really but you could be a confident woman like I, you don't need people yeah. to protect you like this i wish that heather had said once lisa revealed that she's been getting all of these dms i wish heather had said hey don't do that to lisa don't send her these dms instead she said oh they're sending you dms because you were mean to me yes and that's what really also bothered me like she should have been like this is our relationship and i don't need america right to step in for me I, it does really frustrate me and that's where i'm like lisa she said lisa she will fall like, Heather is going to, if Heather keeps going the way she's going, she's setting her own trap. Yeah. I forget that there are a lot of stupid people out there who so think many. this is real. You know, like you and I, we sit in this room and we talk about it with the understanding that this is a show. And we're not seeing these, we're seeing these people act a certain way because they're on TV. Who knows how true it is mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. how, what they are in real life. There are people who don't grasp that and are coming for Lisa in her DMs because of something they saw her see they saw her say on TV. I know. And, and I, that's tough. I do think I wish I mean I even if you're confident, no one likes when everyone hates you. Yeah. You yeah. Know, I, I don't like when strangers don't like me. And of course she's getting defensive because of, of that. I just don't like I don't know. I do feel bad and I I agree. I wish Heather would be like people don't need to message you. Because we are actually in a TV show together, and maybe we don't get along, but we're fine. Yeah. I, I This happens a lot. I watch the show RuPaul's Drag Race. You've probably never heard of it. I'm joking. It's wildly popular. And the Drag Race fans are the most insanely savage fans. Like, I mean, they're, like, sending death threats. And, like, all of the queens keep saying, we're sisters. Like, don't come for her. I don't need you to hate her. And I just wish there was a little more of that with the housewives. Yeah. And that's what frustrated me with Heather because I'm like, you not saying anything means you're very into what they're doing. And you probably are because who doesn't like, I like being liked and sure. and like 
guess what? She probably thinks Lisa's prettier and more successful and has a marriage and all these things that she failed at. So she thinks, I don't like Lisa. And like, how good does it feel when people don't like the person you don't like? It feels amazing. Yeah, it feels the, it's the best. It's the best feeling in the world. So I get where she's coming from. But I'm like, this is where I want to say, Heather, we all like you. You don't need you don't need to push someone down to push yourself up because yeah. we already all like you. And when you do that, I don't like you. And now I, I wrote down here, Heather is not likable tonight. No, I I was very turned off by Heather. And really bummed me out. And also bummed me out that the Rose Gays have the seventh grade boy humor. Oh, when she said, just say you like balls. Just so you like, like balls. This same joke again, Whitney. Whitney, we've already heard it. And Heather, stop patronizing her. I just stop encouraging Whitney in general, Heather. Like she is your biggest liability. Heather, yes. your biggest liability is not your friendship with Jen because it's actually cool to see you push back at Jen. Your biggest liability is your trust in Whitney. Do you, what? What purpose is Whitney serving? Is Whitney? Is it possible that Whitney could not return? I think Whitney actually might be a good housewife. I think actually she's doing a good job. Whitney's a classic. You can't blame me because I'm not giving you enough to blame me about. Like housewife, this she's very sneaky, mm-hmm. and. She, but she's not sneaky enough that everyone hates her. Like, like Lisa is direct, and she will be like, "Don't, I don't care about your opinion because I don't care about you." Which remember that comment yeah. at that dinner? I just the meanest thing you can say to someone. I think like she's putting out there, and like like you said, America's full of dummies. Can I say America? Yeah, I think it's safe to say America's full of dummies. <laughs> okay. I stand by that statement. Okay, thank you. America's full of dummies. And so it's easy to not like Lisa because she tells you you don't have to like her. Yeah. And Whitney doesn't give you that. Whitney gives you like accessible jokes. Let's call them the Walmart of jokes. And Whitney yeah. gives you like just enough like because she is funny. She is funny. I have to give her. She's not always funny. She can be very funny. Yeah. And she, though, I think she stirs the pot and she's sneaky about it. Like, especially when she came for Lisa tonight and was like, I think I've been quiet for too long, but I don't like you, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Whitney, you do realize you told all of us this in your confessionals. Like, everything you're saying to Lisa's face, you've already told us. Right. But for some reason, we all think confessionals don't count. I know. It's weird. So it's like, she's not mean. I think people like Whitney. You do? I think people do. I don't know. I don't like Whitney. I mean, she's fine. She's. I think she's a necessary evil in some ways. I think you're probably right. You have to have this gray area bad person because Jen and Lisa are just so easy to it dislike. Just, it seems like her only friend is Heather. Well, I don't think Jen likes her. No, she has that QAnon girl. <laughs> I mean on the show. Oh, you mean on the show. <laughs> I think her only friend is Heather. I think that's true. I think... I, I mean, who the hell knows what Mary's doing? Because I thought Mary and Heather were friends and Mary's like, Heather doesn't like me. And I'm like, let's get into that. Also, how tough was it when Heather was like, my dad died in April and she was having a hard time. And Mary's like, oh, mine did too. Oh, my gosh. I actually, I'm really glad you brought this and up. And then just smiles weirdly. It was oh so bizarre. I I watched this and I, I mean, first of all, I felt like Jen looked so frozen about her segment. Yes. I was like, Jen's face is like, she's trying to smile, but she knows, like, this has not been a good look for me. Jen was so restrained. She, I mean, I hope she lets loose, but I also, I really feel like Jen got her ears done. Did you notice her earrings did not hang down? Uh, I didn't notice that. She's definitely 
fresh off of Botox. She oh 100%. And so was Meredith. Yeah. I'm and, like Meredith's face is barely moving. Yeah, yeah which like give it a couple weeks. You got to do it 2 weeks before. <laughs> I'm like Whitney's boobs have not dropped at all. Well, even Andy was like, "So, what's the deal with your boobs?" <laughs> oh my gosh, Andy's the freaking best. <laughs> when he just called her out like, "So your boobs look dinner different?" <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, duh, her boobs look different. They look like she got they're blown up. They're basketballs. They're, she has two basketballs just under that dress." The worst. Anyway, I did so Yes, Jen looked a little frozen, which I thought was a little bit sad. I like I like Jen animated myself, even if it's main. But at first when I watched this, I was like, why is Heather crying? What a phony. Because you, you think you're friends with Jen? But then yeah. when she was like, my dad just died in April, I was like, I feel bad. I thought that. I'm sorry. I want to apologize to Heather publicly about my personal thoughts. I regret it. It felt very organic. It felt very real. Yes, it did. And then Mary's insane i mean mary just being like well yeah my dad died too i'm like everyone does everyone because what i'm going to tell you right now meg is my dad also died yeah so then i'm like is everyone's dad dead i do i don't know i think whitney's lying i think mary's lying i I, right she's a liar i bet it was like her step grandpa backslash husband's dad you think so who was like I she gotta just, assume and then she 90. She just does a smile. It's she the smiles. weirdest thing. She has a smile and she has this dead eye look. She's just the worst. Yeah. She, I, I'm like, I, you're not enjoyable to watch because you're just, I can't say it enough. I think she's a bad person. You know what made, really made me think she was a bad person and also really made me laugh is when Andy asked her a question about the loofah from Hell dress. And she's like, look, it's not for everyone. And not everyone can fit in that dress. Oh, my the gosh. The bitchiest thing I've ever heard anyone say. <laughs> she, i got to say, I just want to also publicly think, thank Kayla, who wrote in that comment calling out Mary's terrible clothing. Thank you so much, Kayla, for asking the question we all want to know. I'm sad they didn't address the tights with the dress because that's really what did it for me was the thick wool tights with that Valentino dress with, as Mary says, a little sparkle all over it. I'll never forgive what Mary did to that. I actually think that dress could be cool. I will never, for, I will never forgive Mary for the amount of money she spends on bad taste. <laughs> yeah. I mean, her clothes are just, there's no other way to say it. They are terrible. They're yeah. terrible. Yeah. It's, I think we talked about this before, but it's when you walk into a house and you know that millions of dollars were poured into it and it's just ghastly and the, the it just hurts. It yeah. hurts because I don't think I have perfect taste, but I think with that money, I could do some cool things and I, to see it squandered. I don't think I have perfect taste. Of course. I'm wearing a nightgown today as you a look dress. Great. I mean, I get, I have a lane I stay in. But, like, when you're that rich, pay someone. Yeah. But she probably does, and they'd probably dress her like that because they can get away with it. It's the emperor's new clothes. <laughs> I, I'm desperate to know if anyone actually thinks Mary's dressed well because I'm like, designer clothes does not taste make. No, in fact, I think sometimes it makes it worse. Yes, because you, val- like, I'm in a, I love Jen. I'm into her vibe. But when Jen wears those giant, like, Valentino tiger head necklace and prints, those garish prints, I'm yeah. just like... I mean, it is a vibe. I think it's tacky. Yes. I think it's really hard to do designer without looking uh, ostentatious. Yeah. You just look like... You look like new money. (laughs) That's a great way to phrase it. You know who's not wearing those kind of stuff? Oil money. Yes. Oil families. What do they call it in uh, 
like Connecticut. The main line, is that what it's called? Where oh, it's yeah. really old money. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. They would never. They would never. Those Valentine. yes, agreed. They would never. You know what comment from a viewer I really, really didn't like was the one who <laughs> asked Lisa what if something happened to her kids when she was at Sundance. That felt really, really below the belt to But, like, me. how fired is that babysitter? I mean, but didn't the producers <laughs> tell her to call Lisa? That babysitter being like, you haven't heard from your mom oh, all week. let's call her. <laughs> I was like, you fired, girl. Like, would we ask a dude... You know, what if something was happening to your kids while you were at this work thing? And I thought Lisa had a good response. Like, I have a husband who supports me and wants to be home. I mean, that comment was annoying because I'm like, it's 2000 late. We don't need to have these thoughts. Her kids have childcare. Her kids have a husband. And her kids are older. Jack's 15 and Henry's eight. Yeah, that kid wants, he's old enough to like want a Maserati or whatever, a different kind of car. I don't even recognize the name because it's so fancy. (laughs) McLaren. McLaren. Like, you're so fancy. You want a Matlock, (laughs) Maserati Miata? Like, you're that fancy. Like, you're obviously okay. You're going to be able to take care of yourself. I did think that was very annoying. People have jobs. What do you call a mom who's in the army and deployed? Like, well, what are you going to do if your kid gets hurt? Like, I again, it's just because Lisa's, it seems like it's optional for her. Yeah. Like, you don't need to do that. But I'm like, I think there are some people who need to work. They I'm, love it. I'm one of them. Yeah. Let, like, I just don't know. I agree. That was very annoying. And it made me root for Lisa. Although I'm not comfortable when she cries. It was, I didn't like it. It's very uncomfortable And he seemed really put off by it. He's like, oh, you're crying. Oh, okay. And he was like, we just never see you vulnerable. I will say, um, I wish, oh, and then at 11 minutes in, we forgot we had Lisa called Heather a liar. So that's awesome to see. We had, we had four liar alerts today in a very short time. I would like to also know, remember when Lisa and Heather were like, we have a mutual friend. Yeah. Who's the friend? Freaking call the friend. Use the lifeline. Get the get her on Facetime. Especially How hard when Lisa can it be? was like, "Call your friend, call your friend." I was like, "Call the friend, yeah. Andy, call the friend." Yeah, I liked it when Heather told Lisa she should write a book and she'll never read it. Write a book, I won't read it. I did not like that. I thought it was super mean and super funny. I didn't think it was that funny. I liked it when Lisa told Heather. You're at, I get to go to Taco Bell. You're not at my birthday party. I have no idea what that meant. I didn't get that Taco Bell. She kept talking about Taco Bell. What was happening there? I don't know. I don't know what happened there. I feel like, did Heather burn Lisa about eating Taco Bell? I mean, Lisa does eat, which is also hilarious because Lisa truly, every video was her eating just garbage. But then like Heather talked a lot about how she loves eating garbage. So I'm like, maybe you guys are a lot more alike than you think. Yeah. Enjoy that friendship. Yeah. Go get a freaking. Go get a gordito, a treesy. Are there show gorditas? Taco Bell? I, I don't, I think so. Cheesy I don't get it. crunch wrap. Cre- go get a crunch wrap. Go get some of those nacho fries. Have you had those fries. nacho fries? No, are they good? Holy hell. Are they good? Oh my gosh, they're incredible. Okay, tell me about them. All right, so the fries are, have a seasoning on them. It's not too much. It's just a nice seasoning on the fries. And then you dip it in that bright yellow fake cheese. Mm. And it is like so good. At first I was like, this isn't going to be good. This all being said, I love that fake yellow cheese. It's oh, like a well, fat fave. Yeah. Some people don't. I know it's like melted wax, but it feels amazing it's in your so mouth. so good. So I love it. And you dip them in. And because the fries aren't just plain fries, they have like a little bit of a seasoning. Mm-hmm. It just really takes it to an 11. I freaking love those. When they go off when they're not available, it's a bummer. Yeah, that is a bummer. I went to know I actually went to Taco Bell a couple days ago and my husband said, let's just get some of those fries to split. And I was like, no way. Am I getting fries to split? I will buy you your own fries. Everyone's getting their own fries. I 
hate sharing food. It stresses me out. It's too much. How how much am I eating? How much are you eating? Because I eat a lot faster than most people. Mm-hmm. And so then I finish and then I just stare at the rest of the food. I just go into a panic. Like if I don't eat this as quick as possible, they're going to eat it as quick as possible. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, isn't that like our caveman instincts, mm-hmm. right? Fight or flight. Fight or flight. Uh, but you know what I don't hate is when I'm done eating and then my husband's like, I'll finish it. That's actually one of my favorite things about being married. That's never happened to me. Well, I've not finished something. A never? No. Mm, sometimes I won't finish a thing. I only want half of a something. Mm. And he's like, I'll finish it. And I'm like, this is why you get married. My husband's not a big eater. And it is hard for me. Because you finish his stuff. No, it just makes me feel sad. Yeah, I do actually. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, the other day I did try my husband's sweatpants and they were like kind of snug. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like how that felt. <laughs> I was like, I don't like this. Um, this makes me feel bad about myself. Uh, also, things that make people feel bad about themselves. Whitney says Lisa thinks she's better than Whitney. And I was like, yeah, obviously. You yeah. live in daybreak. Yeah. Yeah. She says, I don't think. Lisa's jealous. I think she just thinks she's better than me. Which this is where I'm saying sometimes when he's very, she's tr- insightful because I I am really glad for once in Housewives history someone said I don't think they're jealous of me because they're always like blaming and under they're jealous they're jealous and so I did like that she's like I don't think she's jealous of me I think she thinks she's better than me and I was like yeah I think she does I don't know how to tell you this, Whitney. I think I'm better than yeah, you. Yeah, I, I also think that I'm better and than And it's not Whitney. even the daybreak situation, which I will dog constantly. It's more the cheating on your husband with a married man thing that makes yeah. me think that I might have the moral high ground over Whitney. Also, I know how to work a copy machine. Mm-hmm. Also, for me, it's the wardrobe Whitney decides to bring. When she's dressed, I think I'm better than you because <laughs> I obviously know how to dress a body. And you know how to dress a blow-up doll. You, yeah, yeah. That copy machine. Uh, me. So she, they're going back to the whole bartender thing. Like, who cares anymore? I certainly don't care about this. But she is still not over it, and so she has brought printed out. Why not take screenshots of the text messages? I think they can't have their phones. Really? I think so. Okay. I actually have. I've thought about this. In length, Please. I don't think they can have their elaborate. Sh- their, I don't think they can have their phones because on, they usually the don't. Yeah, I don't think they can bring it on to film. Okay, so I do think you do. I have we have seen another housewife once. I cannot remember who she had printed out papers. Was it Brandy? I can't remember. But someone else had also brought printed out papers, and so I'm like, I think you can't because Andy Cohen's not going to take your phone and read it. He barely wanted to read that paper. He couldn't read the paper. He said, babe, this is a bad Xerox. I can't even read it. Andy Cohen is so funny because he burns people in the best ways. He really does. Also, who was like, someone made Andy like kind of annoyed. Was it Barry? Well, Lisa, she was like, no, not yet. We're not moving on. She's like, we're not moving on. And I'm like, why would you annoy Andy Cohen? He literally. He's got the 411. Andy Cohen's got the 411. He makes your edit. I know. Think you're not likable now, Lisa. Wait till he's in next season. Um, Lisa tells Mary that she's mean to her church members because Mary's like, I don't make anyone feel bad about themselves. And she makes everybody feel bad about themselves. Oh my gosh. When she said that, I when she said, I don't make people feel less than. And that's when Mary's like, 
I mean, that's when Lisa was like, yeah, you do. When? When? She was like, your church. And then it was like, don't talk about my church. And I'm like, ugh. We have to talk about your church because you sold your soul not talk to be the first church. lady of the church. There was also a Lisa Mary moment because Mary's talking about Jen and how everyone always comes to Jen's defense, but never to her defense. And Lisa says, Mary, that was a nice. That was snarky. I try to be kind to both of you. Yes. Yep. This is I also was like um, Heather said, we all sympathize with Jen. And then Mary said, not me. Which I I'm not sure I understood the context because I was thinking that Andy was asking. So now that Jen has explained why she is the way she is, given that she grew up not white in Utah, do you all understand her better? I I thought he was asking that perspective and also knowing the heavy grief she was under during the show. Right. So I thought it was like she's doing both. And then which apparently applies to Mary, too, because her dad died. I don't I cannot buy that. And she is also not white in Utah. Yeah. But they're like, we can all sympathize. And she goes, not me. And I'm like, so you can't sympathize with Jen or no one sympathizes with you. Yeah, it was very weird. Mary's very weird. She's just truly the worst. And inserts herself in every, every situation. I actually wrote this down. I was like, Mary making Jen's grief and marriage about herself. Do you know what I mean? Remember? Yeah. Okay, so Andy's talking to Jen. I think they're nice. Andy's asking about Sharif. I'm going to say hard-hitting questions. I was like, Andy Cohen, you shut up. Do not ruin this marriage for me. And he also like almost was implying, has Sharif cheated on you? Because he said, is there something that happened that makes you think you can't tr- trust Sharif? Oh, I thought I that is so interesting. You got cheated. I imagined Sharif like had left Jen for some time oh, because he had had sure. it and then came back. Because Sharif, from what everything I've seen, is like pretty hardcore Muslim. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure f- adultery still frowned on. Well, yeah, but I mean... <laughs> no, I'm not sure, Meg. <laughs> do there not are call a lot me. of religious people who cheat. <laughs> do not. No, don't say that to me. <laughs> Ask Winnie Rose. Like, <laughs> You're burning again, Winnie. Uh, okay, I just was like, I appreciate that Andy's doing his job, but I don't want to delve into that. I think that I felt like it's like, I don't think that Jen feels like she can express herself to Sharif because I don't think Jen can express herself to herself. Yeah. But that might be me projecting on Jen yet again. Grief is so confusing. Yeah. I like, as mentioned, my dad recently died. Yeah. Just like Mary's. And grief is confusing. Like, I have been in this weird downward spiral of, like, no one likes me. Like, I went to a friend dinner, and then I came home and told my husband, like, no one even likes me. Like, and we had a great time. I don't know where that was coming from. It took me a day to realize, oh, no, I'm just really sad. Yeah. And, like, it projects in really, really fascinating ways. And so that's why I'm like, I don't think that Jen, I don't think Jen knows how to tell Sharif how she feels. Because I don't think Jen knows how to tell herself how she feels. Right. Like, I didn't know how to tell myself, like, oh, no, you're just sad. You like your friends. and But instead, it just projects in these, like, really fascinating ways. The grief is fascinating. Did you know I was an anthropology major in college? I didn't. I Go was. Until, and then I switched it to my minor. And I have a minor in anthropology. <laughs> but the point is, watching this play out, watching this reunion, watching the whole season, is really a fascinating study in human nature. It is. And I, I get that, that it's not their true selves, like I've already said. But watching the way they interact and the way they do sometimes let them their true selves slip through, like Jen's grief and Heather's mm-hmm. faith transition. And I think Lisa's insecurities, if we can say that it's just very i think the show's underrated i think is the point i want to make i think the thing about the housewives is 
like someone tried to bring this up with me like sorry i keep hitting this microphone <sighs> i'm talking so much with my hands the thing you're like about a house, lisa barlow yes don't you put your hand in remember mary's like don't wave your, put hand, your hand at down. me i was like no you wave your hand at her uh i think the thing about the housewives is someone messaged me and was like this is so annoying like how can you watch this i'm like yes it is annoying because you want to know why humans are annoying yes like, I, it, like they are annoying you're right at least i can accept that this is a different reality Yes. And I can kind of put it in a box of like, yeah, it's annoying, but it's not real. Like, you turn on the news and it's annoying. People are annoying. Yes, human beings are annoying. Humans are annoying. Have you been to a DMV? It's the worst because other people are there. The thing is, everyone's annoying. And I like personally... That's why I love reality shows because I'm like, here's a great place I can put this energy about how annoying people are and still feel entertained. Yes, exactly. And... I appreciate that for what it is. Is it groundbreaking? No. Is it... In some ways it is. You know what? I'm going to take that back. In some ways it kind of is groundbreaking. I feel like you learn a lot about human nature. And kind of about myself, too. (sighs) Yeah, I'm such a Jenny. (laughs) I do see this, though. When Jen is talking, I'm like, grief grief is impossible to explain. Yeah. And that's actually why I wanted to give Heather a little bit more room. When I'm like, Heather is obviously in grief too and now she's on the show and it's all like a lot of change yes and so maybe she is not she has not found her footing yet because it when grief comes it's a shift in your personality there's a new hole that you have to figure out how to work around and live around and feel around and i think like she was already grieving her marriage she was already grieving her religion she's now grieving her father so i now that i'm saying this out loud i actually want to give heather a beat I think that she's going through a lot. On TV. On TV. Which I is cannot tough. imagine. I cannot imagine myself on TV. I got, not only did I think everyone hated me, <laughs> I got irate, just infuriated the other day because Eddie, like my husband, he loaded the dishwasher wrong. Yeah. I don't know why I felt that way. And it's the same thing. It's just always like because you're sad, but you don't want to hear that emotion. And now to do that on TV, to know like you're always sad and mad on TV, like there's a lot of self-loathing here. Yeah. That's just a lot. Yeah, but I mean, she did sign up for it. She gets paid for it. If I got paid for being a mess, I'd be the biggest mess you'd ever seen. Yeah. I just don't think you'd be mean. No, I would. I don't think you would. Like, I'm mean on this podcast. To people who signed up to be on TV. Yeah. When you sign up to be on reality television... You are giving the world permission to comment on what you're doing. I do feel that way. You're right. And now I'm giving everyone who listens to this podcast room to be mean about me. And that's just the way the world goes. Yeah. I want to be very clear. If this was a candid camera thing and we were getting secret footage of of these people, I would Mm -hmm. feel very uncomfortable commenting on the choices they're making, the clothes they wear, and the things they say. But they signed up for this. And they signed up for it knowing that people like us exist and do this. And... Get more people to watch their show, by the way. You're welcome. And know their names. I'm a little worked up. Meg's a little worked up. Uh, I don't like that people... You know what? Never mind. Uh, We get a question about their plastic surgery, and Jen says, I haven't had my nose done whatever. She had a bump removed. Didn't care. She definitely has I don't care if she has a nose done or not. Whatever. Good for her. Live your life. Have the face you want to have. Whitney is like, well, I get Botox. I'm like, Whitney, everybody gets Botox. We know, Whitney. Your lips, of course you have lip fillers. Oh, really, Whitney? Uh, they've all had boob jobs. Like, who? Can, I don't know. This is a dumb question. Has Lisa had a boob job? 
I would think yes. I guess when she's wearing that sheer, that mesh The lavender thing. She does. They pretty are pretty perky. High. Yeah. Gen Good Re- boob, John, then. Yeah. Jen Reville, she's 48. <laughs> when that lady said, you, how does it feel to throw tantrums? You're 50 years old. And Jen was like, I am not Rough. 50. <laughs> I was Rough. like, I am sorry. I also thought you were 50. Okay. And then we get Heather demanding another apology from Jen. Mm. And I, <laughs> again, Heather, what's <laughs> Heather? It's okay. We get it. Everyone oh. agreed when you called yourself the flapper with kinkles. We all laughed our heads off, and we all liked you. Let it go. Let it go. Yeah. Um. I think that's pretty much. Am I missing any of the confrontation? I mean, just about how much we heard the word Best Buy. <laughs> yes. Yes. There was. I'm like, we talked again about Vagina Gate and how they left. They were so uncomfortable. Andy Cohen explains to Jen, well, I mean, they were so uncomfortable they went to Best Buy. And I'm like, I am going to be very honest. If someone's, if I was in someone's house and they went to Best, they're one of their kids went to Best Buy, I would never think it's because they saw my vagina. No. I just thought they wanted to get like a Cheryl Crow CD. So do we think that Jen harassed Brooks on social media? I don't, I can't have an opinion on it because I don't actually know. I think that Brooks, people hate Brooks. Isn't he in his 20s? Brooks Meredith kept own saying dad. he was a child. He and I was like, his, isn't you know, he, he 22? I was 23 when I got married. You wow. know? Uh, they're, but Brooks and Meredith are mother boy to the max. Yes. Brooks, she showed more emotion about how she feels about Brooks. She loves Brooks. Than she did about her own husband being separated, which like, Whatever. But Brooks dropped out of school to go and live with her. I read this online about how Brooks was actually in college. Yeah. He dropped out to come live with his mom to help her through this hard time. And I was like, I don't want to get in your business, but this feels a little bit unhealthy because at this point, Brooks is old enough to have his own life and to still support you, but you can't be his life. I feel like Brooks can take care of himself from everything I've seen in his confessionals. He very funny, very snarky. Like, he can handle himself. And if he can't, then he shouldn't be snarky. But, I mean, he wants to be on the show. Who doesn't? I would love to be on the show. I would be the biggest... The, if my mom was on it, I would do everything in the world to be on that show. Including calling out one of her friend's vaginas. <laughs> I would do it. I would do it to be on that show. So, I feel like Brooks has made his bed. And, like, I know Meredith had this point. I don't go for Jen's kids. It's, like, right, because Jen's kids do not put themselves into your line of fire. Right. Like Brooks did. And if he wants to run with the big dogs, you might get bit. Again. And she's top dog. If you're going to be on TV, be ready for what's coming. I want to ask one more question about this. This is not a confrontation. But there was this point when they were talking and Lisa was like, I am nice to you, Whitney. She's like, remember when we were doing interviews and your stuff didn't show up from beep and they bleep it yeah, out. what was that? They bleep it out. And then Whitney's like, did you hear that? She's the queen of an underhand dig. She said, my stuff didn't arrive from bleep. And Lisa's like, wait, what did I say? Your stuff didn't come from bleep. And the burn, I guess, is that Whitney had ordered clothes from something that's so embarrassing it's a burn that Lisa said it that called. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, well, if you ordered from Charlotte Russe, you ordered from Charlotte Russe. I thought it. Uh, yeah, I had a hard time understanding what she was talking about. I didn't think that it was an embarrassing place that she ordered from. I thought it was that Lisa was dissing the vendor, like didn't get it to Whitney on time. I think she was saying it was a dig that she said she her stuff was from a certain place. OK, I nasty gal is the only place I can imagine Whitney shops. I'm just dying to know what that bleep was because we obviously saw that different and I want someone to know. Someone please tell me. I also, speaking of Whitney and things we don't love about her, 
Remember when she's like, I'm not a swinger all season, and then as soon as Andy Cohen makes a comment about a swinger, like, oh, if you were a swinger, though, like, what couple would you be with? And instead of being like, no, couple, I'm not a swinger, she's like, so smug, Meredith, and Seth. But not Seth. Just Meredith. But Meredith? I gotta tell you, I've heard some some rumors about Whitney. And then? That she is very much a swinger. And that there are wild trips to Lake Powell where a lot of different couples are swinging with a lot of different couples. Meredith, though? Of course, at Lake Powell. That is Not so Meredith. gross. It is so hot in Lake Powell. I cannot in even a imagine a houseboat. Even with a houseboat with air, I cannot imagine sexing anybody, let alone not my husband. Yeah. I think it's. I think I would say the factory is shut down for Lake Powell trips. It's too hot. It's hot and gross. It's so gross. And you never are really clean. Like you can wash your hair in the lake. That but water's like, not clean though. No, it's no. just stagnant water. A few years ago, they did a study to find how much human fecal matter was in Lake Powell, and it and, was a lot. It was I mean, a lot. and people like regularly are dead in Lake Powell. <laughs> so I'm like, not only is it fecal matter, but it's dead water. So I don't know if you are taking the boat out, hopping in. Banging it out with your best friend's husband. I don't know your or business, your best Whitney, friend. but it's gross to do it in Lake Belt. I don't know what you do, but I know you should not be doing it in Lake Belt. Yeah. And with that, that is crazy. It's crazy. I mean, I think it's just going to get more explosive from here. I'm excited. Yeah, I am excited. I do think, like, I will say, well, the other thing we didn't talk about is how Lisa said, Heather traumatized her, and then Heather's like, no, you traumatized me. And I was like, do these ladies know what trauma is? I don't know, I don't know that they do. I think that Lisa's what, what happened with the it. whole interview thing? Like, I, I talked about you in interviews. I brought you along to do all these Accolades. things. What's I happening? I was nice about you. I think she was just nice about Heather, but Heather was like, being nice to me is not doing me a favor. And I'm like, no, actually, it people is. don't have to be nice to you. Yeah. And if you think, I do think, I hate to do this, Heather. I think that is a Utah attitude. Like, everyone's just nice in the Midwest. People are just nice. But I'm like, no, they're actually not just nice. Yeah. So the fact that she went out of her way to be nice, she didn't, she felt like that was her being like a good person to you. Right. I don't get it. I will say they definitely don't know what trauma means. And also, I think that Heather saying, I want to champion Lisa, but she's rude. I just think she really wants to keep. Lisa in a mean girl. She doesn't want to champion her as anything else but a mean girl. Well, I think Heather is so insecure that she feels like her spot that's the favorite is not going to last. Well, I'm like, And now she's self-destructing. But do you think that she thinks she's only the favorite if someone's the worst? Yeah. And so I'm like, you you would be the favorite. Like, the reason I like Jen so much is she stands on her own freaking messy legs. Right. She's lashing out at everybody. And that's good TV. I think Lisa went through the worst this time. I think she really went through the ringer. Yeah, I but do too. I don't think it's going to be the same next episode. I think they will all have a chance to get through it. Although I also kind of agree. I don't. I think they're just going to leave Mary out of it. They're like, we don't care anymore. But well, Mary they, freaking falls asleep. So annoying. She obviously did not fall asleep. Whatever. Maybe that's an edit. And we did see Robert, the grandpa. Her grandpa comes on. Oh, who's yeah. Who's also her oh, husband. I forget they like FaceTime people in. Ugh. I can't. Wait. Also, Whitney's going to make us feel bad about her dad, which again, why did you put him on TV? I can't stress this enough. I feel bad about addiction. I do. It's really hard. And I get loving someone who is addicted. It's very, very hard that don't do that to us then or your dad. Right. Just because you want someone to talk about not being a swinger 
Just because you want us to all forget that your dad cheered you on while you were doing a strip pole move. But we'll never forget, Whitney. How could I? Never. All right. Well, we'll be back next week to talk about whatever shenanigans happened there. Um, We in five minutes are recording our Patreon exclusive Bridgerton series. Mm -hmm. So if you are not yet, become a patron at patreon.com forward slash hivemindhq. $3 a month. You get exclusive bonus episodes weekly. Emily comes prepared with 3,000 word essays about every episode of Bridgerton. Yeah, I will tell you this week. I, I mean, if you've never listened, it's the time to. This week, I um, it was getting hot in my living room while I was watching this episode at two p.m. Mm-hmm. in the afternoon. So now <laughs> is your nap. <laughs> now is your time to subscribe. You'll uh, want to also subscribe to our newsletter, hivemind.substack.com, to get links to this podcast, all our podcasts, the features. You know, fun contests and whatnot. And doing it all. Leave us a five star review. And if you are feeling poetic, go ahead and write a little review about why you love us. And it helps other people find the podcast. Such a Heather. I know. <laughs> tell <laughs> Only everyone if you want to. Tell though. everyone, tell Meg why you like her and oh, you hate I me. I just need validation. <laughs> um, we'll be back next week.